Yeah. I thought you said they don't make a big deal out of stuff. There's my favorite graduate now. Oh, and there's mine. Oh, look. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know, I, I got some good news. Huh? They, they made graduation optional this year, so you don't have to get all dressed up and waste your whole morning in that boring old ceremony. <laughs> boring? A child's graduation could be the happiest day of a parent's life. He's right. We wouldn't miss it for the world. Mm-mm. All right, well, listen, so before you get too excited, I think it's on my show. Uh, not now, Keenan. I got a big surprise for you. Come on out, everybody! Yeah. <laughs> Grandma, Uncle Louie, and other sort of relatives. <laughs> what y'all doing here? We flew in today just to watch you graduate. Oh, I can't wait to see you up there getting your diploma. <laughs> it's going to be quite a day. <laughs> Say that again. Welcome to Keenan and Kel with Ab and Aaron. Well, if that's Aaron, I must be Adam. And if that's Adam, I must be... I must be Aaron. (laughs) 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 Louder than people cheer for Adam. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Adam, what are you wearing on stage? No, that'd be me. Aaron, what are you wearing on stage? A graduation cap. Whoa, foreshadowing. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're going to do the whole episode this way. <laughs> oh, we should. We should do one. <laughs> like, uh, I'm Cal, and I'm explaining what's happening. I was going to say that'd be perfect if there's a burner episode, but I don't know if there's any burner episodes left. <laughs> they all feel very uh, significant from like we'll here on back out. And <laughs> Season five of our podcast will be us redoing episodes as Yeah, we'll, we'll have the script and we'll read the script out loud. <laughs> Every week we talk about a different episode from Keenan and Cal, the 90s Nickelodeon sitcom. And uh, this one, we are on season four, episode seven, The Graduates, where Keenan and Cal are done with uh, with high school. Do, 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 um, So early in this episode, we find out that this is episode takes place during like the last day of school. It doesn't seem like they make a big deal out of it. No, they... I don't know. I feel like the writers... I, and I, I'm not here to critique the writers right away, but I mean, come on, last day of school, Keenan and Kel. I know high school's always been secondary to them, but it would have been nice to see a little bit more of like a like a build up or uh, something around that. But nonetheless, this episode's pretty solid. I I would agree. It's the same situation as last episode, where it's like, oh, it starts off with like the end of Kyra's birthday, <laughs> and it's like, wait, wait a second, that was that was once a whole episode. Right. I'm thinking ditch day afternoon. That could have been a whole a whole to do about a single day of school. And well we should we should probably set the stage first by by talking about what happens on stage, but uh we'll get right back to that. Uh yeah, Kel's wearing like a rubber shirt. <laughs> it's, and it's uh so and then weird. black overalls and the gra- graduation cap and Keenan's just wearing normal outfit, <laughs> jeans and like a uh, short sleeve button down. The contrast between them is really funny because this is 1999 and they're they couldn't look more night and day. Keenan would be acceptable nowadays. Cal would never be acceptable. <laughs> yeah, he's so 90s. Yeah, uh, I, I like that. There's um, there's a continuity with Cal like requiring a hat nowadays because he like takes off his his um graduation cap as a bit, and then he immediately has a, like a red fedora to put on. Right. 
It's his character to have a hat. Yeah. So, so his bit is he takes the hat off. Uh, Keenan goes, why do you have that graduation cap on your head? And he goes, oh, because it won't fit on my face. Puts it in front of his face. It falls down. You're like, ah, ha, ha. And then you see the, the size of his overalls. <laughs> He's got these cuffs. These cuffs are like, like they're five-inch cuffs. And they're, they're cuffed a couple times. Like, these things are enormous. Yeah, they, they wouldn't fit on any normal person. <laughs> I know. Not really. So yeah, that that's what he's he's decked in, uh, and the Kel has the hat because he wants to practice with it for graduation. Right, and then Keenan says something along the lines of, "Well, we might not be graduating tonight. Come on, Skippy, or whatever." Yep, whatever it is that he says, he runs off. Kel uh, shows off his his practicing skills with his hat by throwing into the rafters, and the light falls down. A lamp, as Keenan says. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A real lamp, too. I, I can't believe that they uh, had the explosion <laughs> of, of sparks and glass shattering everywhere. That is that is a bad prop lamp. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's the uh, start of the, the Truman Show is going into this yeah, episode. Right. <laughs> Kel's like, I'm the worst graduate ever. Yeah, but Keenan cheers up with what you said. Like, we don't mind having graduates, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Come on, Feezy. Yeah, and they, they get into the episode. You know, I don't want to take these opening scenes for granted, Adam, because I know we're re- coming to the end of Keenan and Kel with Adam and Aaron, or just Keenan and Kel. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens to our podcast. But, um, man, I, I wish there was, like, an unlimited supply of these intros. <laughs> just just Keenan and Kel. I wonder if they have some, like, deleted scenes ones or, like, some ones that didn't make the cut. I personally would love if they did, like, the type of, uh, I'm thinking of uh, Tales from the Crypt. That type mm-hmm. thing yeah. where like they introed other like Nickelodeon programs. It was always like them doing this bit, and then it's like now watch yeah. it. Clarissa explains it all or what have you. Right, right, right. They did like yeah, they did like a little skit before the show started. They could have been hosts for like Nickelodeon. You know, Nickelodeon had like hosts, and they would like tell you like what was <laughs> happening on Nickelodeon and yeah, the game what's show personalities and, and stuff. Yeah, I'll, they they could have done that stuff, but yeah, I, I think they have that status right now on Currents. Uh, all that. Do, oh, do they? Are they, yeah. like, involved in... They're producers of the show. I think they do some writing. Uh, and now okay. then they reprise characters. It's great that they're working together. Yeah, it's a really... That, that, that's so awesome. We're in a good time in Keenan and Kel history. There's some, there's some dark times. I think we might, should, we might want to have an episode about that in the early aughts. Yeah, we should. We should. But, uh, anyways, there's still buddies here, and all here goes, we open the red curtain... And what do we have here in the Rockmore residence, Adam? Uh, this is... How would you describe this gathering of people? Is a gaggle. <laughs> a gaggle of, uh, of high school seniors who all look like they're in their 20s. Yeah, but, but there's just the strangest mix of people here. I think they got one person to represent every, like, uh, every a clique. Because you have right. a jock, a cheerleader, uh, Mark Cram, he's the nerd. You got Charla, who's like the cool girl. You got Keenan and Cal, they're their own like separate thing. There's a weird guy... Uh, and then there's the the rest of them. <laughs> there's a couple other weird people, but yeah. Um, Cal knocks in the door. Charla opens. Not Charla. Uh, Kyra opens it. Kyra uh, looks then, so old. She she looks <laughs> yeah. She looks like she's definitely like well into high school now. She, she's almost Keenan's height. Canonically, she's either like twelve or thirteen, and it's so <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> yeah. How would they know when they casted her that she was going to hit a growth spurt? And, three years <laughs> they just just make her earlier uh, older 
I'm currently slowly reading through uh, the one of the Keenan and Kel books to see if it's good for our program. And in it, her, they like retconned her age. Oh yeah, yeah. They they're like uh, this. It was this was back when I think like Keenan was like sixteen, and they're like, oh yeah, and Kyra's like twelve. I'm like, not by my math. <laughs> no, we've done it. We've done the math. Mm. Those people, they didn't do the math. We did the math. It's Kel at the door, and Kyra tells him that you know uh, there's a password. And the password's a kiss. Yeah, and then and then she gets pulled away by Keenan thankfully uh cal comes in takes his perch kyra has to go upstairs because this is a super secret meeting and then keenan commences th- this gathering of of their classmates what are they talking about aaron well uh tomorrow's the last day of school and they need to do a memorable senior prank like the seniors do every year which is great i, I love how long that keenan's put this off for that's <laughs> yeah, perfect yeah it really fits his character <laughs> it's the night before their last day of school and he's like hey let's get all the seniors together all 12 of them <laughs> yes the whole seniors uh it would make sense that it's somebody from every click but anyway did your uh did your class ever do a senior prank adam uh no we were the first like we were the first class in our senior school so right. and, and they were they were kicking out like staff members left and right where well, everything i think i was a little too nervous uh did you have a senior class prank uh, we did, but it was stupid. It was like a walk out of class. People oh. like walked out of class and like went to the auditorium and like pretended to like take a nap or something stupid. <laughs> and everybody just got like detentions <laughs> and not enough people did it where it was like, uh, yeah, you, you need to have the numbers <laughs> on your side. I, well, I didn't, I didn't do it. Cause I was like, that's stupid. Like, <laughs> like if you had a good idea, I would do it. But it was, that was stupid. We did like a senior skip day, but mm-hmm. not, not a, not a real prank. Were there any good ones across your seat across like the four years you were at school? I don't really think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't really think there was that, that much. There was a lot of like traditions, but no, mm-hmm. no senior prank wasn't really. I, I recall we had the, uh, we had winter uniforms uh like you know and there's a, the springtime where you turn them over and seniors technically didn't need their like outside sweaters anymore so one time they like coded like the disciplinary guys like car with like their sweaters oh i like that see that's well, great i saw that like at track practice they're like oh my god that's funny and then i saw like as i was leaving like they were like literally going over sweaters and like, looking for names in them <laughs> it's like <laughs> man how stupid do you have to be to leave your name on the sweater that you <laughs> what are you gonna do right <laughs> it's like a- Oh yeah. yeah! Oh, we're gonna get you. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, like, Keenan's very much like, yeah, get out of here, Kyra. This is for seniors only. They're going over plan ideas, and Mark, like my class, uh, maybe we shouldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, oh, but Mark, it's a tradition. Yeah, and not just that. It's a uh, Principal Horn's first year, and it's their chance to leave the mar- their mark on the school. Did we see Principal Horn before? Uh, no, we had a different no, principal for all three principal seasons. Principal Dimly. Correct. Uh, apparently, in Keenan's senior year, Principal Dimley was replaced by Principal Horn. I am... Miss I, Horn. It was Miss Horn. I'm questioning whether or not it's Miss Horn. <laughs> it has to be Miss Horn. It's the same... Actress. Isn't Kim, it the same actress? Kim Fields, the director. However... It's, oh! Yeah, it's her. Principal Horn is Kim, Kim Fields. Yes. Wow. The reason why I'm, I'm hesitant is because uh, she has not mentioned anything that happened them previously... <laughs> in the Miss Hornet, uh, you know, adventure. Two, she was a substitute teacher back then. Now she's all the way at, like, principal? Yeah. Maybe that's my trajectory. Yeah. <laughs> the third one is that, uh, is that she's got, like, different hair. She's clearly wearing a wig, 
and she wears glasses and I think she's presenting as a different person. So either okay. she had no. one hell of a crazy year or conspiracy like theory pers- time. Yeah, go ahead. Here we go. Um, it is the same person, <laughs> but she slowly climbed her way up through manipulative tactics oh, and man. changing her appearance. <laughs> and so she climbed the, the <laughs> she climbed the administrative ladder at Coolbridge High School, and uh, and just and maybe she's like the uh, the interim principal or something like that Ooh, like she, that she had a, she had an assistant principalship and then something happened to principal dimly like she had to go on leave or yeah she's then, the uh she was the substitute principal i think so i think she climbed her way up oh wow yeah she she just kept dressing nicer and nicer until somebody gave her a position <laughs> you can do that by the way <laughs> like that's a thing if i showed up in a suit they'd be like oh <laughs> Wait a second. We need to give him more more things to do. I like that theory a lot more than what I was thinking. Like, oh, it's like her sister or something. But no, come yeah, on. That, that, that's great. She's the principal now. Look at me. I'm the principal now. Uh, yeah, and they're like, yeah, we got to leave our mark on the school. Trying to convince Mark Cram that we need to do the senior prank. And then what does Kel do? He's like, oh, great, great idea. We'll put leave Mark on top of the school. What? <laughs> Great play on words here. So Kel tries to pick up Mark, and then he like throws. Kind of. <laughs> the weird guy uh, suggests that they uh, release a hundred frogs into the cafeteria, and uh, that would have been great unless the seniors last year didn't do the same exact prank. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jock guy says that on behalf of the football team, I say we beat the Lincoln High Cougars. And then the cheerleader goes. Yeah, beat the Cougars or something, something, <laughs> something stupid. Uh, I'm not a fan of how football, the football player jock is portrayed. Uh, <laughs> the writers must have really had some bad experiences with football players uh, in high school. It's funny because this is also like, this is pushed like far too late into the 20s. The the image of like the Letterman jacket wearing like bully character. Right. <laughs> Which, uh, you, you work in high school. Does that character exist anymore? Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> like, like, kind of but no yeah you know there, there's like there's senior athletes who are like kind of a little untouchable but they're i mean i wouldn't say untouchable but you know they're, they're like high status in the school but they're not jocks they're mostly just like whatever i think they're lame but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just my personal opinion uh what's kel's idea for a senior prank yeah so keenan says no we should like break into principal horn's office and then Kel says, yeah, and then leave really nice furniture. <laughs> right. But, but, but Kel's full plan, his original one, is that he's like, we should rearrange all the freshmen's faces using plastic surgery. Oh, yeah, that's him. <laughs> Which is insane. It doesn't even, like, register on the feasibility meter. Hang on, I'm checking which year uh, the movie Face Swap came out. <laughs> Her Face Off? Is it Face Off? Yeah, I think it's Face Off. Face Swap's the app face off with Nicolas Cage. Uh, 1997. So Kel probably <laughs> saw the movie Face Off. Pull some inspiration from from <laughs> Face Off. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh, you described uh, a key, like what the what Keenan's thinking. Fill in Principal Horn's office. Right, with nice furniture. It's like no, no, no. How about pudding? And everyone loves the pudding idea. They're like, uh, let's take a vote and they all punch up in the air and say pudding. Everybody's like Okay, so this is the plan now, right? They're going to put pudding in Principal Horn's office. Foolproof plan. Mark does not like the idea. Not even a little bit, no. Keenan's parents enter, which is a little, uh, which is very startling for a senior prank. Yeah. And they're like, pudding? What's up with pudding? Who's talking about pudding? 
I like how everyone just like covers for Kian. <laughs> like they come up with a bunch of like excuses. Yeah, did you notice that happening a little bit this episode? Yeah, I, I think everyone... Different people are starting to, like, def- almost defend Keenan or, like, his lies are woven into such a thick web that there's, like, that it, every, nothing can kind of surpass it. Yeah, right. Everyone's kind of starts to back him up. And, and when he doesn't want them to is always the best part of this. Yeah, yeah. So, um... This is they they come up with the cover that this is the Pudding Lovers Club and Keenan's the president, and Roger goes, "Man, I wish that they had a Pudding Lovers Club when I was in high school." When Back I was in a my kid. day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to walk five miles just to get pudding. Yeah, and then Cheryl like like ushers him upstairs, like, "Okay, Roger, you've had enough. Yeah, you've had enough interaction with the youth. To, <laughs> we don't want you corrupting them anymore." Uh, Keenan's a little despondent that he can't uh, he's like ah, but how are we going to get the pudding in her, in her place to make a big wave to scare her <laughs> and and Mark's like oh you can make a pudding pump I mean I don't know how to do that <laughs> and they do a really good job of like you know bribing him and, like, and kind of like you know getting him to like if you did design one what would it look like <laughs> okay Mark you don't have to help but if you did and what I love is that all of the characters in the room all like whatever 15 of them they just like hop on the couch or behind the couch and lean in and Mark's like all at the center and they're like so what would it look like mm-hmm. yeah and uh, he starts designing it engineering it I think as an engineer myself I think what he's proposing, using the words that he uses, could work. Uh, it sounds, like, feasible. Yeah, it, it involves a, uh, what do we got here? A uh, hose, uh, air pressure pump next to the pudding vat, and, like, you know, it's all, it's good. Uh, so we go to Rigby's in our next scene. What do we learn about Charlotte, Adam? She is valedictorian. Yeah! Whoa! She's smart. Yeah, she's got the gre- best grades in class. I wish we knew how many people went to their high school, because... From all we've ever seen, it's like 30. It's like about as yeah. many people as fit in a room. Uh, they, they listed off... Oh, actually... Mm, no, that's not it. I We could always go back to the Picture Day episode and like say, take that number of kids in the school. Oh, yeah, that's true. But real quick, I do want to point out... Uh, you mentioned it earlier. I, I recalled what it was. Uh, cool Bridge High School. Yep. Not Capone High School. Ah. In season two, they attended Capone High School. Oh. So I think Keenan and Kel, uh, maybe they did themselves. Maybe it was like a school merger type thing. But between season two and three, they changed schools. Because their new school has uh, Sharla in it, uh, who was, you know, as Mark in it. He's a new kid in, in, in town. Uh, so so that, that's a little excusable. But it's, it's missing Janet. Remember Janet from the first school? Uh-huh. Yeah, so maybe she's still at Cool Bridge. It was probably like a redistricting thing or something. Honestly, that's probably it too, because uh, pr- uh, Principal Dimly was still there. Well, realistically, what it probably was is they just they just didn't remember the name. <laughs> Are you saying that they didn't have a Bible that they wrote down <laughs> what the name of their school was? I don't think they did. Something oh. tells me that that... And they, they were just too lazy to, like, go back and they're like, oh, well, let's just do this. Uh, but it could be a merger. It could be whatever. But it seems like a public high school. Yeah. So I think you can tell by the way that the dialogue is written that they they never really want to commit to world building. They never want to, like, how many opportunities did they have to say the name of the school that no one did? Right. High school. 
Yeah, <laughs> like the, the jock, he was just like, you know, I don't know what Keenan's school's team is. I don't know, like, any of that, so. So anyway, Charlotte is valedictorian. She's writing a speech, and Kel goes, oh, wait, you don't eat meat? <laughs> no, no, that's a vegetarian. I got the best grades in class. <laughs> just because you don't eat meat? Yeah, that's not fair. Uh, I'm glad that Charlotte's in this episode. I think episodes are better with her. Yeah, good banter back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I like the role that she plays. I, I, I could see her backstory being like, after the three girls, a guy in a Cineplex uh, disaster, she kind of just threw herself into her work and became valedictorian. Makes sense. I, I also like that it's not Mark, the nerd. He's like, he's a nerd, but he's not the best kid in school. Right. Well, that, that's, that's like typical, right? That's a thing, right? Yeah. Um. The, yeah, the valedictorian, it's like this really smart, like, just person who's like all put together and you're just like, ugh, <laughs> who are they? <laughs> oh, you work too hard for this. Seeing like the goody-goody, like give a speech like, we're all in this together. And it's like, I don't know, you're not one, you're not my friend. You're not one of us. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be, yeah. to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, not like me giving my graduation speech. Uh, yeah. At yeah. college. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that at the future episode of Keenan and Kel with Adam and Aaron when Adam <laughs> reads his graduation speech. Oh, Adam, did you hear? Uh, the speech? The St. Joe's class of 2020 is finally uh, having a graduation ceremony <laughs> in oh, 2022. <laughs> I can't wait. So I'm sure that won't be canceled or moved again. <laughs> what, 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 no what further month? comment. Uh, May. Okay, right. So, so maybe Adam, what I'm saying is maybe I'll get to speak at graduation now. I'm joking. Oh, yeah, you're no, hoping. I'm joking. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, Chris comes out uh, and and he's stocking some things. And what are Keenan and Kel preparing to kind of steal from Rigby's here, Adam? They're going to borrow uh, pudding from the from the shelf. Uh, I counted. <laughs> there are 250 boxes of pudding on the shelf. Give or take. What? Yep. How did you do that? <laughs> it's a volume thing. It's about five deep. They're five across. Uh, maybe like a, like I don't know, X number of stacks high. There's a couple odds and ends here, so I, you know, estimate around ten loose ones. So two hundred. Why would that be the first thing on the shelf? Like somebody walks in and they just see pudding. <laughs> well, that, that's what uh, that's what Keenan's kind of saying to Chris. He's like, "Hey man, no one's buying all this pudding. You mind if we uh, we borrow some of it?" I like the word borrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also love the way that uh, that Keenan first initiates talking to Chris. He says, how's it going, buddy? And Chris says, oh, terrible, actually. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even... And that's it. That's all That's all Chris has to offer. And then they just start, like, piling the, the pudding in. Filling a trash bag with it. Cut to the next scene. We have a hose, and we're in Principal Horn's office. <laughs> There's a hose coming through the window, and yeah. Keenan and Kel are standing there. This <laughs> all happened very, very quickly. Kel says she's going to be so mad when she sees this big old hose in her office. Keenan's just like, no, we're going to use the hose to fill it up with pudding. Go turn on the pudding pump outside. So Keenan's looking. He's like, got the hose. He's so excited. This is great. I'm a genius, he says. And then uh, Principal Horn walks in, and he goes bad <laughs> <laughs> and um we see i, I want to point this out because it's only like five seconds but we see them out in the parking lot turning on the uh the pudding pump yeah I, I love that cut the, the contraption's so cool <laughs> yeah do you want to describe it it's a shopping cart full of like parts uh you can see it like a, a like a water cooler like full of pudding 
and there's like two hoses connected. There's all these PVC things, and there's like a lever, and like Kel, <laughs> Kel pulls it, and there's like a red, like I want to call it like a pressure pump thing, like that starts moving. It's it's really, really kids next door is what I'm describing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's pretty, it's pretty intense and well done, and then uh, it works. So it starts squirting pudding all across Principal Horn. <laughs> it starts squirting pudding ac- right at Principal Horn, and then Keenan, instead of you know pointing pointing the hose like say out the window or something, <laughs> anywhere he, uh, else, he he shoots it right at Principal Horn. Uh huh. This might be why it's Principal Horn and not Principal Dimly. <laughs> I, I think Principal Dimly may have seen this script and just said, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she's no a thanks. dignified woman. She's like, no way. I'm too. I'm too professional for this. <laughs> and then, and then Kim Fields, being the, the champ that she is, just like, fine. I'll get sprayed by pudding. It's such a funny gag. Yeah, it's classic. You can see that it, they. It was she sprayed like twice because at some point she's being pushed all the way back to the wall. Then it cuts and she's back like really close to the nozzle. It's a lot of pudding. <laughs> it is. I don't know what they were gonna do with with the pudding. Like just like ruin her, ruin her things. Like that's not very funny. I think Kim is thinking in like a cartoony way, like um, it's like The Shining. Like he, she opens the door and it's just pudding fly, falls just out. But pudding waterfall. It's very destructive. Yeah, there could have been a better. I think like putting pudding on her car, filling her car with pudding would probably be easier. Or filling her car, maybe not filling, but just putting it on the outside, just a bunch of pudding. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's a little that's a little cleaner. But I guess that's not the point of a senior prank. No, putting pudding in her her gas tank that would be fun. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Do you ever see? There's like a TikTok video where this guy takes his car to the shop, and he puts spaghettios in his gas tank, <laughs> filled it with spaghettios, and then he takes it to the shop, and, and the guy's like, oh, "There's there's food in here, like like there." there that's SpaghettiOs. He's like, what? He's like, what? How did they get in there? <laughs> Somebody did this to your car, man. He's like, whoa. She's uh, covered in pudding, very mad. Uh, and Mark is there, too. He's there to clean things up. Yes, he volunteered to help clean. <laughs> yeah, and then she's kind of like, you know, when she's ready to, like, reprimand Keenan, she's like, get out of here, Mark. <laughs> and Mark says, uh, he's like, sorry, uh, would you like a rose? <laughs> yeah, it's so random. A conspiracy theory. I think this is an inside joke. Oh, wait. Remember the rose and the dancing? Yes. Not just that, but at the end of the... of, of We're talking about the episode The Crush from season two. I can feel plays a substitute teacher. Keenan, like, has a has a crush on her. Does she have a crush on me? It was complex, complicated. Right. She comes out at on stage at the end, and they give her, like, a, like, you know, thank you so much, here's a bouquet of flowers. Right. And then she didn't stick around. She kind of left. And, like, we were thinking, like, oh, man, maybe she was, like, really, like, bashful. And, like, Keenan's girl's reaction was very much like, oh, you're not going to say anything? Okay. So maybe it's an inside joke about that. It's like, here. <laughs> uh, here you go. Does this make it better if it's a flower? <laughs> and she's right. like, get, get out of here. Yeah, that, that was – I think that's that's got to be it. Something like that. Some inside joke that's not addressed. But, anyways, she, uh, she shoes Mark – out of the office as mark leaves kel enters and uh, i'm i don't like kel in this scene <laughs> no no kel's not very good in this scene uh it, it's he i've been waiting all show for this all season for this when he flips over from kind of being very funny to being annoying 
and, and I think he kind of he pushes it a little too far in this one because the the bad situation that unfurls is very much it looks like his doing from this this encounter. It does, yeah. So what happens, Adam? <laughs> he, he first says Mark, and then Mark's just like really bummed, like Kel, and he leaves. Yeah, that that was sad. And then uh... he sits down and he's like, "Oh, Keaton, how much trouble are you in?" And Horn, Principal Horn's just like, "Kel, uh, this is very private, it's just me and Keenan." He's like, oh, no, I'll be just fly on, fly on the wall. Fly on the wall. Keenan's like trying to di- try to talk himself out of it. Uh, he's like, it wasn't really that much pudding. Like, it wasn't really my idea. You just saw me with the hose. And then Kel says, Keenan, don't be so modest. It was all Keenan's idea. Yeah, and that's just where it starts. So uh, Principal Horn is like thinking up uh, you know, punishments for Keenan and adding them to the list, which starts with uh, detention all day. And then Keenan, uh, Kel laughs in the last day of school detention. Kel laughs in her face. Like, ha, huh, you think that's going to stop Keenan? You think that's enough for Keenan? And that, that's what, this is where what you were talking about kind of yep. shows up, right? Yeah, and then he, she goes, fine, then you have to clean all the bathrooms in the school. And he, Cal keeps pushing, like, oh, that's, no, that's nothing. No big deal. Keenan laughs at your puny little bathrooms. <laughs> and Cal's very much, shut up, <laughs> shut up, this is fine. And, uh, yeah, the, and, she, and she says, fine, what's the final punishment? You are not allowed to attend graduation. And, yeah, Ke- that's real bad. Keenan like, is like, what? And, yeah, Keenan's like, Kel says, like, oh, that is actually really good. Right. So. Yeah, Kel's like, ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, and he, he's like, oh, ouch. I didn't realize that was going to happen. So, technically, Keenan is going to graduate. He'll get a diploma in the mail, but he won't be able to go to the actual ceremony. He's like, what am I going to tell my parents? And she's like, you're going to have to tell your parents you're not invited. He can yeah. still graduate but no ceremony that's kind of the uh the fourth punishment is that he has to tell them because i think in a more realistic setting she would be the one to let them know exactly yeah (laughs) right and i think this is something that doesn't happen anymore really because uh the the relationship between administrators and parents is very like uh professional the parents are kind of in charge and Mm. the administrators have to like make sure the parents are like okay it's kind of how it works now. And so if, if a principal told a parent that they, their kid wasn't able to graduate because of a prank, there'd be like like a, a riot. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Like the day before, too. Right. Like your, your parents have to change their plans around. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no. This, this isn't really very realistic, but... I don't think a, prin- I don't think a principal would like want to you know, sign themselves up for that. What would you do? I mean, I would just make them clean everything up. Uh, which Kel kind of starts to do, right? This last very uh, unsettling cl- uh, clip in the principal Horn's office. Uh, they're walking out, and then Kel goes, "Wait a second, you got a l- you still got a little uh, pudding on your forehead." He goes over to Principal Horn and licks her forehead. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a fan of this for, no, for Keenan and Kel. Not good. This is not on brand. Yeah, then she like screams and makes a face and <laughs> makes him leave. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. That's a little little much. Uh, the punishment that I would have is that Keenan, uh, I would make him clean her her office. Yeah, that's first. exactly. Uh, and if he has any time left, uh, clean all the bathrooms in school. If he has any time left, stay in detention. Stay late, like like real late, until like the janders go home, like seven or yeah, that's or depressing. On the last day of school, when everybody's hanging uh-huh. out, yeah, that's good every- enough punishment. 
I assume that, like, most kids will, like, do stuff with their friends right after school, and it's like, you know, you might have to, like, push back a graduation meal, but not the whole ceremony. That I think that's fair punishment. That would have been good, but what about everybody else who helped with the prank? Yeah, they kind of got off scot-free, and they were all, like, standing around the, the, the shopping cart. <laughs> right. They had the they had the evidence right there. What'd they do? Wheel it away? Another read of this one could be, Principal Horn says, I know you're, you're a good student, but you're not smart enough to make this <laughs> by yourself. Right. <laughs> So. Who's there, where's everybody else? But anyways, we know the circumstances. Keenan is not allowed to go to graduation. We go back to uh, the Keenan's front porch, which I like this set. Yep. They have a little conversation about how bad the situation is. I like the uh, lighting, too. It's kind of evening. They put, like, an orange light on the place. Right. Yeah, or it's sunset, I should say. And, yeah, they're like, oh, don't worry, my parents my parents never care about this stuff anyway, is what Yeah, Keenan they don't says. make a big deal out of all this stuff. They walk in, and, of course, happy graduation! It's a big deal. There's banners, of- there's pennants, there's ribbons, there's balloons. Cheryl's basically incredibly excited that Keenan is, uh, Keenan is here, finished his last day of school, and they are going to celebrate at the graduation tomorrow. And uh, she gives Keenan a kiss. They're like, okay, son, sit down. And uh, and Keenan's like, okay, I got good news. They made graduation op- optional. So we don't have to do it. We don't have to go. We don't have to get dressed up. We don't have to do anything. Uh, go to that boring old ceremony. Yeah. And Kel's the one that says, what are you talking about? A child's graduation can be the happiest moment of a child's life. Of a parent's life. Of a parent's life. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and like, Cheryl's like, that's right. I wouldn't miss it for the world. And Kel just keeps rubbing it in. And Keenan, like, uh, props to him. He's grown so much across the course of this show. At this moment, he's about to say, he's like, well, before you get too excited, <laughs> he's like, he's right. going to tell him. Right. But his parents then kind of give a little karmic retribution here and act like Keenan acts, which is jumping the gun. And they say, no, 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 son. Before you say anything else, we got a big surprise for you. And who bursts out of the door that has never been used before? <laughs> Keenan's family. Keenan's entire family. Uh, I not I, entire. I, we can't say entire. If this episode proves anything, it's that Keenan has a massive family. It's a big family. It's enormous. We see Keenan's. I want to say approximately third grandma. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> yeah. grandma that was at Thanksgiving, uh, or the one that was on like the phone that, where he left his teddy bear. It's a Hawaii living grandma. She lives in Hawaii. Yes. Who else is here? Uh, Uncle, is it Uncle Lou? Uncle Louie. Uncle Louie. We've seen him before. Yeah, he was in the, uh, the Keenan's birthday episode. Yeah, he's too, too good to forget. He's got a camera around his, uh, around his neck. And yeah. he has the biggest smile I've ever seen. <laughs> he's, he's great in this episode. I love, I love that he's, he's brought back and he, he likes the family now. Because he, if you recall that episode, he got the Babe Ruth baseball. <laughs> oh right and he's like forgiven roger and he's like you're the best pe- people ever right because they were not they were not friends and now they're all good and then there's a couple other people who we don't really we don't really meet uh two ladies and a dude maybe like distant aunts and uncles once again we've we've met so many of his aunts and uncles i think the the ladies are probably cheryl's sisters hmm. so aunts that's possible yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> Uh, they're like, this is going to be a one graduation to never forget. And we cut to commercial. Right. We cut back, um, and Uncle Louie's taking a picture of the family and Kel. 
Cal should be the one taking the picture, but I don't know if he could be trusted with the camera. Those are the bookends of the scene. It starts with this, then it ends with Cal taking the photo of them. Right, exactly. And this is all conversation that happens between, which I think I really I like the I kind of like the um the pacing, the story pacing of this episode. I the pacing is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah, it really couldn't be better. No, it, it really like they, they tell the story in such a such a like Keenan and Cal way. It, it fits together really well because it's quick, but it's also like the scenes are long enough where you can like process what's happening. And the the guilt that they pile on Keenan in this scene is immeasurable. Yeah, it's tremendous. Um, so so they basically are like, okay, we're gonna go out to our graduation dinner right now to celebrate you because you've of all your accomplishments. Your family flew in from Hawaii <laughs> to, to see you graduate. Uh, and like, and Cal says, like, you know, man, that must be expensive and very time consuming. Yep. And, uh, let's see. Uncle Louie took an extra vacation day from work. He's like, they might fire me, but that's okay. <laughs> Which is really, really scary. Yeah. As someone with a job nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just one extra vacation day. Yeah. Some of those bits hit differently. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, uh, Grandma, Grandma's been really sick, but she made the trip. <laughs> yep. I told the doctor it's best medicine for me to see my grandson graduate. That's right, Mama. And then she starts, uh, she starts like coughing, and everybody like, oh, rushes to get her some water. Uh, I uh, that felt really realistic to me. <laughs> I felt that in our family before. It's like, oh no, so Grandma's doing something. Everyone rushes to, like, to support her. Right. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> the matriarch. You know, I do want to point something out here. The family makes a big deal about the graduation, but Keenan doesn't. Keenan could care less, but the graduation is not for the students. No, it's for the family, really. Yeah, everybody. I, I think, which is why it's a bad I, punishment. I don't think people know this, but then they like you, once you're sitting there and you're sweating and you're like gown and, and you're just really uncomfortable and you're like I don't want to be here anymore. And then your parent, your family is like all like teary eyed and like taking pictures and clapping. You're like, oh, oh, this is not for me. It's like a funeral. <laughs> It's like, yeah, right. Your funeral, you know, the, the funeral isn't for the person who died. It's for everybody else. It's kind of graduation too. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of weddings too. A little bit different, but yeah. Uh, and then we see um, uh, Kyra kind of leans into Keenan and says to him, uh, "It's like you know, oh man, this is gonna be really like terrible when everyone finds out that you're not graduating." Keenan grabs her and brings her over. Who told you, Cal? <laughs> and then. Ke- he does it really quick. He like he turns around, smacks Kel, and says, "Why?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And 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 he's like, "You can't tell anyone." And she says, "I won't. I'm having way too much fun watching you squirm." Right. And I like this. I like what's happened to Kyra here. She's become Keenan. Like she's become <laughs> yeah. the Keenan to Keenan. Right. I wish we had four seasons of this Kyra. When right. She- when she's becoming Megan from Drake and Josh. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly her role, right? She's like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna treat me like this. Watch this." <laughs> yeah, she's kind of old enough to to have more elaborate pranks on Keenan. So this is kind of this is Keenan's karma in a way that she's orchestrating. Right. Exactly. They take the picture, and uh, Uncle Louie goes, "I want to remember this for the rest of my life." <laughs> Uncle Louie's, like, very sentimental. I, I'm glad that we kind of broke through his mean exterior. Yeah, no, he, he's very fun Real character. And Cal's trying to get Keenan to smile. And then we <laughs> cut to then we cut to uh, 
the graduation dinner. I don't think we've seen this restaurant before, Adam. I don't think so either, and I don't see a name for it anywhere. I don't think it's mentioned. Let me say, this is a really sweet, like, dinner that they're having for Keenan. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a long table. You know it when you go out for, like, a big event. Everyone's there. They push a couple tables together. Oh, yeah. Got a tablecloth on it. Gifts at the end of the table. And who else is there, Adam? Chris. Yeah, that's the best part. Chris <laughs> I is I love there. when he's invited to, like, the family gatherings. Yeah, they love Chris. They're, like, good family friends with Chris. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he has brought presents for the graduates. Yep, the graduates, both Keenan and Kel. And I love, the, I love the little thing he does. It's so, it's just so wholesome and, and real. It's like he, yeah. he gets the gifts. And he's like, ah, who, who's going to who? Who's going to who? Ah, there you go. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's like, he's like an uncle. Um, before that happened, though, uh, Cheryl gave a little toast to Keenan. She said, uh, "I never thought I'd see my baby graduate." And then Kel says, "You still won't." <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and Keenan's like, uh, uh, Keenan saves it uh, because you're gonna have tears in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris gives them the gifts. Uh, what did he get each of them? He got Kel an orange soda tie. Very appropriate gift, and I like how they still like they got some mutual respect for each other, despite all the crazy things that Kel's done in Chris's store. He's like, "You're graduating." We've you seen orange tissue paper. Yes. Yeah. Really thoughtful. Adam, is that orange soda tie gonna be on Rockmore and Kimball? I certainly didn't get a good look at it. I'll see what I can do. Uh, it's just it's just a beige tie with an orange soda bottle at the bottom. <laughs> Let me tell you what. If if I find, like, two hours, it'll be on Rockmore and Campbell. I'll draw it up, put it on there. I don't even think they made this tie. I think it's just taped on. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason we don't get a good look at it. No, I mean, I, I can screenshot it and send it to you right now. I send it right now. Well, yeah, what did Keenan get? What did Keenan get? Keenan got a pewter cow from Chris's personal collection. A very bad gift. <laughs> and then uh, he says goodbye to the cow. Farewell, uh, Sasha. There you go. That is taped on. That's totally... <laughs> it's totally taped on, but we're going to make it. <laughs> I, I might get you a... I don't know if we can... I actually don't know if we can do ties. I know we can do shirts. I can do a, like a tuxedo shirt, but it has that tie. Uh, that Nobody would ever wear that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would ever wear that. <laughs> Anyways, who walks in to the restaurant after Keenan opens his gift and uh, Uncle Louie snaps a picture? It's Principal Horn. What are the odds? Yeah, really bad. Uh, another thing to note is that she's not dating the guy that she was dating at the end of uh, The Crush. Oh, a different, different date? I think it, to your theory about she's moving up. Like in high society, like maybe I this is like so, the superintendent right? or something. Yeah, you know? she moved. She moved away from the the Keenan looking guy, and now she's she's with this like strapping uh, Don Cheadle type. <laughs> he does look like a <laughs> looks like a powerful Don Cheadle. Yeah, like a little taller. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Don. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, and the, I think Kyra points it out, and then everyone's like being like hushed about it. Kel makes a big scene. He grabs Uncle Louie's camera, goes over to Principal Horn, and is having Principal Horn take a picture of the entire family. Yep. The cringes start. While that's going on, Kyra, like, digs things deeper. Uh, she says uh, that, um, he's like, oh, Keenan's probably just nervous. He's nervous because uh, the principal walked in. He's like, she's probably just nervous because uh, he's giving his big speech tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Kyra turns pure evil. Yeah. <laughs> And, and he's and everyone's like, I didn't know you're doing a speech. And he's like, Yeah, I, I just learned that I am. 
it, it's, yeah, it's just getting worse for Keenan. Um, she's like trying to take the principal horn is now posed up trying to take the picture except Keenan's covering his face and she goes you on the right can you just lower your menu a little bit he and does. does it's Keenan and she's like wait Keenan what's going on is this your family and they uh, they talk like everything through Chris is like yeah he's been acting weird all week he took 250 boxes of, of pudding <laughs> from the store and like oh that's because he's a pudding lover president yeah, got it right yeah exactly. yeah yeah and then it's like oh and are you excited for his speech tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> and she's like he's not <laughs> and Keenan takes the, the camera flashes it in her face I think that's hypothetically what he does there's no actual flash from the camera right and then she kind of gets dazed and gets falls backwards into like the uh, the kitchen door. Yeah, well, he pushes her into the kitchen, and then he's like, "Come on, let's go, let's go!" <laughs> and then uh, he's like rushing his whole family to leave, just like panic, absolute chaos. And his grandma's like, "But I'm hungry. I haven't eaten yet." And he goes, "Eat a big breakfast tomorrow. Come on, grandma, <laughs> let's go." Yeah, I, I I can't. It's one of those things. It's like because of this because of the formula of the episode, this has to happen, but. I cannot see a world in which he can get his entire family to just leave, <laughs> like a dinner plan. No, that like, wouldn't happen. Also, did they all like, skip dinner? Also, like, like, shouldn't the principal have some heart at that point? Like, oh my exactly. gosh, his whole family is here. Like, okay, he's just a kid still. Unfortunately, he's graduating and he hasn't really grown up, but he's just a kid. That would be the ultimate, like, <laughs> that would be the ultimate, like, twisting of a knife. Like, if she was going to do that, but for some reason or another, Keenan still thinks that she's, like, like gonna tell on him. Right, yeah, and then, then he makes it worse. Um, so we cut to the next scene, and what's Keenan wearing? An orange graduation gown and hat. It's so orange. No, 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 Nick. Nick. <laughs> it's, he's wearing Nickelodeon orange. It's very funny with Keenan's current uh, dimensions. It's a great, tremendous robe. <laughs> it's very, it's very big. Cal's uh, on the on the other hand is very small. Yes, and he's wearing black. And then Keenan's like, "What? I thought you said we're wearing orange." It's like, no, you asked me what my favorite soda was, and I said it was orange. He's very frustrating. He says, "Don't you think I?" As if he was gonna say, "Don't you think I know where your favorite flavor of soda is?" And he goes, "Oh, never mind." He's like, "I got bigger problems to figure out." I like, I love this because if everything went off without a hitch. Per like, if he graduated normally, he would still be wearing this totally insane neon yes, orange. Right, right, cow. right. <laughs> we learned that Cal is. He was like, "Oh man, I'm freezing." I don't think he's wearing anything under his gown. And that's what he confirms. Yes, he's not wearing anything underneath. He's not wearing anything under his gown. And then Cal's like, "Man, you're gonna have to go through with this. The only way that you're not is if graduation gets canceled." Kitty uh -huh. goes, "I, I will get graduation canceled." So. Dial no plan. <laughs> Absolutely no plan. <laughs> calls Principal Dimly. Well, uh, Principal Horn. Sorry. Principal Calls Principal Horn. That would be a good plan that he calls Principal Dimly and, like, they have taken this graduation away from you. You have to turn this... <laughs> right, right, right. It's like calls in the in the backup forces. And what do we have What do we have here, Adam, with the scene? Uh, we got a split screen. I, I love that Ke Keenan picks up the phone and he doesn't dial anything. He just says, school. <laughs> and then... <laughs> That's, uh, the cartoon world is real. Right away, she answers. I don't know why she's at her desk on graduation morning. No idea. But she is. Uh, Keenan uh, comes up with a voice. Hello, uh, this is uh, 
What does he say his name is? This is Pete, the groundskeeper. Yeah, she goes, our groundskeeper's name is Larry. It's like, <laughs> oh, whatever my name is. Uh, can't have graduation today because the field is covered in cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. Big, giant cockroaches. Ridiculous, yeah, but true. <laughs> well, it's ridiculous, but true. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're big, they're man-eating, it's terrible, you can't have graduation. <laughs> and then she sees right through his clever... Yeah, right through his scheming. She goes, Keenan! <laughs> yeah. Is this some kind of prank? And then as she says prank, she's like, wait, is this Keenan? Slams the phone is what Keenan does. And then that's it. Like, he's like, that's the end of his schemes. He just gave up. He's run the course. The, the schemes have run their course. There is nothing he can do. The whole family comes down. Uh, what does Uncle Louie have? Well, before that, uh, Kel goes, like, and you were going to make me go to graduation when there's man-eating cockroaches. How could you? I thought you were my friend. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That, that's a good gag. And then everybody comes downstairs. Uncle Louie has a video camera. Yes, he does. <laughs> Brand new. He just got it because he heard, as soon as he heard Keenan was given a speech, he couldn't miss it for the world. He spent every penny that he had. <laughs> I do not like Uncle Louie's uh, money sense here. No, I I would agree. I mean, he has he always has the autograph ball to fall back on, but I don't see him ever selling that. He's too sentimental. Everybody looks great, though. Dressed mm-hmm. to the nines. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and they're asking Keenan, like, hey, Keenan, why is your gown a different color? He's like, oh, it's because I'm giving, giving the speech. And, you know, speech is Latin for orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love how little sense that made. Uh, and then he's like, everyone's going to leave per Roger's instructions. Roger's does a really good, like, dad in charge of ceremony. He, he does. He does. Like, got to get everybody in the car. Minutes. Yeah. Keenan says, wait, no, well, we can't go. The uh, the door is locked. <laughs> Kel's like, no, it's not. Opens it up. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not only is it a bad excuse, it's also wrong. It's also not locked. Yeah. He's really he's really running out of ideas, though. He's like, um, anyways, we have a... Uh, we have a cap as our transition scene here, like an orange cap, Keenan's oh, orange cap. Real quick, right I, before this, uh, we do get a shot from uh, uh, from Uncle Louie's camera when, when they think Keenan's going to do like a test of his speech. Right. And it's a, it's oh, a yeah. neat, neat camera angle. I, I like the Louie cam. Uh, go on. Yeah, it says record. It's like the little red frame. Yeah. Uh, the cap is orange. It has mm-hmm. a tassel on it. Tassel says 99. Correct. What does it say on the podium here, Adam? The banner says class of 2000. Well, yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. Class of 2000. So they got something wrong there. We learned last episode that Keenan just it, it was born in 1982, uh, making him 18 in the year 2000. I believe the, the sign is correct. It's the year 2000. They filmed this in 1999, and they got, like, leftover robes and robe parts, so all the little tassels say 99. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the explanation. I would, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of want a 99, uh... Tassel? <laughs> like Tassel. That's pretty sweet. It's pretty neat. I, I think that... uh, That's gotta what... be the coolest one. <laughs> uh, you don't like the, the two zeros? Uh, I mean, no. Come on. How about 99? Well, there you go. The two zeros are overused every year with uh, the New Year's glasses. Oh, you know what? We did have like nine years of... <laughs> yeah, just like two, just New Year's glasses with a bunch of zeros in it. I was so mad in 2010. When they didn't use, like, the, the zero and ten, they just made the one, like, like square. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I blame Ryan Seacrest. I'm kidding. 
Brian Seacrest, if you're listening, please, uh, we would love to interview you. Send us an email at keenancalpodcast at gmail.com. We want to have you on. Yes. <laughs> we want to be a part of uh, Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's. You look almost as cool as the guy sitting next to Kel in, in, uh, when, when they've all taken their seats. I, I will climb up the steps of the, of the Sears Tower <laughs> to, to celebrate New Year's. I will profess my love to all all the Brian's out there. <laughs> so a Brian or, or the Ryan's Ryan Seacrest. Adam Hart Ryan <laughs> is what the banner will say. <laughs> I didn't even make that connection. My favorite, my favorite uh my favorite thing about that whole episode was that there's no way anybody would ever see that <laughs> no. sign. It's so high. It's so small. It is. It's so <laughs> It's so stupid. Uh, they would see from a regular skyscraper at the top of it. Or even like a building would be hard. Like, I would be like, what's that in the way? Anyways, here we are. We're sitting in this little courtyard field area. There's the not a lot of people. I, I always love when they film outdoors. I do too. Because everybody's squinting. Not a lot of people. Yeah, they got all sunglasses on. I think it's shot in a good way because you never see the full crowd. It kind of looks like you can imagine like a full senior class is there and all their families. Uh, we This is a very important moment for our podcast coming right up here because Kel laments about his parents not being here. Yes. What do you parents do exactly? Keenan asks after how many years of friendship? Uh, I want to say at least 10, maybe 14. And Keenan asks him what his parents do. And then he tells us. Uh, His dad is a rocket scientist. And his mom is a brain surgeon. (laughs) To which Keenan says, oh, wow. (laughs) Like he's he's surprised in like a genuine way. And uh, so, yeah, the joke is that Kel's parents are super smart. And they're traveling. So that's why they can't be at his graduation. Which, uh, you can read into that a lot. You can see this, I mean, conspiracy time. Maybe this is why uh, Kel, one of the reasons Kel's always staying at Keenan's house. And one of the reasons Kel seems so neglected. Yes. Uh, why he's so uh, desperate for attention because he doesn't get it at home. Because his parents are always traveling. And he probably has some undiagnosed uh, attention deficit disorder. I because agree. Because who wants to diagnose their kid with something? And maybe uh, there was once a time when he was, like, real young and he was going to, like, preppy schools and really smart kid things and he had a lot of information just kind of shoved in his head. That's why he breaks and he's very stupid all the time. Maybe he's being stupid to, like, you know, kind of because he resents his parents. Yeah, or and then but then he has these moments of brilliance and where he has really high IQ because his parents are both smart. Because of, like, his maybe his mental illness and, like, his, uh, like, and he has this breakthrough, like, genius moments. Yep. I think that checks out. It adds to the lore. It doesn't detract like the rest of this episode. <laughs> right. The rest of this episode kind of goes backwards, but that's that. It does check out. Um, okay. Then we are all sitting down and they start calling names, right? Dominic Adams, Paul Allen, Chris Anderson, Ross Anderson, Wanda Armstrong, all the blah, A's. Blah, blah, blah. All the A's. And then it's, it's time for Kel. Uh-huh. The person before Kel is Maria Running Bear Kim, <laughs> which... <laughs> You know it's the 90s if someone's middle name is Running Bear. Yep. Uh, and what is Kel's full name? Another wonderful moment. Kel. Einstein. Hypothalamus. 
Kimball. Do you know what hypothalamus is, Adam? Is it like a part of the brain? It is indeed. Center <laughs> Not a name. Of, pretty, pretty sure it's the center of memory and emotion. What, are you serious? Yeah. That, uh, building on the Kel lore. Yes. He's, <laughs> we've talked about how emotionally aware he is. Mm-hmm. And how, like, crazy memory drops that he has. So it's weird that that's his name. A word that isn't a name. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, oh, production of hormones. Uh, emotions. Yeah, emotions. Sleep cycles. Balancing body fluids. Wait, he's always off balance. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he put his hypothalamus inside his name. Wait, wait, wait. Ready? Okay. Wait, his mom brain surgeon the hypothalamus into his name. Uh, okay, okay. So... <laughs> Functions of the hypothalamus, ready? Yeah. Maintaining homeostasis, connecting endocrine system, which is the hormones, with the nervous system, which is the brain, um, stimulates and inhibits many of the body's activities for homeostasis, so it does that through hormones, so body mm-hmm. temperature, pulse, all that. Um, essential functions in the body, including childbirth, not important, but Kel did play a woman who gave birth, um, <laughs> emotions. Uh, we've talked about that at length. Sleep cycles. Mm. Balancing body fluids. Think to back to the uh, thing that he drank with the five liters of orange soda in it, or the five <laughs> gallons. Yeah, the uh, that the orange soda grog. The grog. Um, next one: appetite and thirst control. Oh no! <laughs> he ate a whole turkey. Yeah, he, he's, dr- he his drinks. Thirst control is insane. Is it? <laughs> and his appetite too when he eats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then blood pressure and heart rate. Wow. That's like discovering like that Keenan was an Aries last episode. I I think uh, yes, Kel Einstein hypothalamus Kimball. I like how his full first name is Kel too. <laughs> yeah, it's not sure for anything. Not Kelly. Not no, not anything. Yeah, I I also I think this is a good time to mention what Kel's Kel Mitchell's full name is. Uh, Kel Johari Rice Mitchell. Rice. <laughs> Johari Rice. There's two. There we go. Johari Rice. <laughs> Yeah, he's credited that in a couple other shows that he was on. I like it. I like it. Well, I think we just figured out a lot about Kel. Um, Kel runs up on stage. I'm glad he practiced for this. Plays the plays the xylophone a little bit. That the guy. <laughs> the I don't know accordion. why the guy accordion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, hugs Principal Dimly, picks her up, spins her around, knocks over the table of diplomas, gets his, and then goes back and sits down next to Keenan and goes woo. When he knocks over the the table, he gets on the floor and like starts picking them up. And right. be, as we learned earlier, he ain't wearing nothing underneath. Oh right. And this is the this is some karma for Kyra because she's in the audience next to Grandma. Grandma's got binoculars, and Grandma says uh, something to the tune of "Holy Hickama, that boy ain't wearing any pants." <laughs> and then Kyra's trying to get the binoculars from her. Yeah, she's like desperate, like give give me them, Grandma, give me them. <laughs> So yeah, Carver comes around to her too. Uh, then they call the next guy, uh huh, Mary Sue Labinsky, and then Keenan's just like, I need to get my diploma. The only way that I won't get the diploma is if a bulldozer runs through the stage. Like I need to figure out something to get to get this diploma. Yeah. So he, when that name's called, he runs up on stage <laughs> like a, like a, and it's it's so funny seeing him do this in a giant orange robe. <laughs> He's like a he's like a specter. He just like you know sprints across the stage, grabs it from the guy, and runs away. I just sent you a great clip from from this moment in the episode. There's like a 
it's Kanan's face. He's like so oh. so determined, and and then he he runs past Mary Sue Lubinsky, almost knocks her over, flies up like jumps across half the stage, and then uh, grabs her diploma, like almost falls off, pauses for his family and friends, his family to take pictures, and then he runs away. And like, can you believe that? Roger says they pronounced Keenan's name wrong. <laughs> It just always gets a good laugh out of me. Uh, now, after all the diplomas are out, and they didn't do anything about that. That's the crazy part. No one said anything there. Nope, they just let it happen. No security, no anything. And what's crazy is that after that, Keenan, he was in the clear. Yeah, he was good. That was it. He didn't need to pretend like he was going to give a speech. No one's going to hold him to it. If Charlotte does her speech, and then they all throw their caps, that's over. He's like, oh, man, I, I, they didn't they skipped my speech. Yeah, they accidentally forgot my speech. It's a part of a good Keenan Kelp episode where they're in the clear, but then, then it gets worse. Right, so Charlotte goes up. Charlotte Morrison, as we learn her name is. I think we might have learned We know that, that yes. We knew that. Um, thank you, fellow students, faculty, administration, blah, blah, blah. And then Keenan jumps up on stage, and he goes, <laughs> I don't even know what he says. I have it right here. I. This reminds me of a time when a diplomist... Uh, William Jones III said, uh, when you dream, make sure you don't fall asleep on the bus. <laughs> he, said that, he said that slowly as he's, like, making it up. As Principal Horn is, like, cornering him and trying to, like, like ca- catch him, basically, on stage. And some of the other administrators who are taller are like, no, 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 it's time for you to go. And then, <laughs> uh, and then what do we hear coming from the side of the stage, Adam? Oh, she's like, it's about time you tell everyone what's going on here. And it, which is insanely embarrassing. He's about to admit, like, well, well, the, the truth is, and up rolls a Kai pillar. <laughs> Kai pillar. <laughs> a Kai pillar massive bulldozer. Yeah, the it's this it's the caterpillar logo. logo. It's the Loger. caterpillar. <laughs> yeah, I did what they did the word. It's the logo. <laughs> they, that they, word is so much better than logo. They changed up the loger and they they like doctored it so it doesn't look like Caterpillar, but it clearly is. It rolls up and the door opens up and Cal's there and is like, Hey, Keenan, I got that bulldozer you mentioned. And then he closes the door, rolls through the stage as everybody gets off of it, and just demolishes it. Favorite shot of the episode is like of the audience as everyone in the like in their robes is running towards the camera, <laughs> like in panic. Right, as this bulldozer like like destroys the set. Yeah, so, they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, Kel stands up on the afterwards, and he, he throws his cap, and he's happy graduation. Yep. Well, we rush onto the onto the normal stage here, yep. and I do have this end cut, Adam. Great. You see, Keenan reprising his uh, yellow leather jacket. Yes, and Kel with his beige yellow jacket. Mm-hmm. So, and then Kel's. Uh, Kel says, like, you know, hey, I, I'm so happy. We got away with everything. Keenan goes, got away with what? Yeah, he's like, he starts listening. It's like, uh, Principal Horn found out everything. My parents grounded me for the whole summer. And Uncle Louie hasn't stopped crying. Uh, oh, he, he also adds that we're not allowed to back at that school for the rest of our lives. <laughs> right, right. So clearly they didn't get away with everything. What did they do next here? They're like, oh, uh, we had some good times the past few years. They zoom in. The harp starts playing. You see the wavy Get, transition. The screen gets all blurry. 
and you think it's going to cut to like a clip reel, but it just keeps on getting blurrier, 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 and then it zooms back into focus. <laughs> they go, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I was very disappointed by that. There's Maybe they ran out of time in the episode, I guess, but there's clearly supposed to be a clip show here of them getting into trouble at school. Isn't there a, a clip reel episode coming up? There is. So I think that was like a foreshadowing for that. <laughs> yeah, perhaps there is. That is it. I, I think I'm going to put it upon myself to make a to pick the clips from different episodes about like what would belong in here. I think I think that'd be good. That would that would get some some views. Keen's like, "All right, Cal, on to our next adventure. Grab a textbook, a campus map, and a beekeeper suit and meet me at college." Come on, Billy. And then what does he do to Cal here? Uh, he slaps his shoulder and he and then he, Cal spins. <laughs> Yeah, it's real. It's a real big reaction. Yeah, um, I do want to point something out. Uh, you said campus map. Uh, my mm-hmm. subtitles said <laughs> cabbage map. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think we're gonna go with cabbage map. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> that's that's really funny. Um, and then Kel goes college. What? And do I have to take uh, something at college? Yeah. What college? Do I have to take a beekeeping class? Which Kel would be very good at. And then it's, oh, here it goes. That's Keenan and Cal, uh, the graduates. Well, we've been going for a while here, Adam. Yeah, we, we talked about this for a graduate length time. The, t- the amount of time a ceremony would take. Yeah, do, 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 do. Let's talk whatever we normally talk about. Uh, whose fault do you think this episode was, Keenan's or Kel's? I'm going to say Kel's. <laughs> he really kept pushing Principal Horn to keep punching Keenan. Yeah, that was that was Kel's fault. He just made everything worse. Yeah, he, he did continue to do so throughout the episode too. All Kel's fault. Except he did save the day with the with the bulldozer. <laughs> but as we reveal in the end, he didn't save anything. He had saved nothing. He only made things worse. So that uh, that goes down, and then finally meet the Rockmores. We learned about Kel's family and the Rockmores. Yeah, uh, uh, s- such a great like info dump for the, the Rockmore and, and Kimball families. We learned that uh, K- Kel's parents are have jobs and they're away, and he's uh, traumatized by that. Uh, yes, he's neglected. <laughs> what do you think of this episode as a whole, Aaron? As we get the final ratings here, eh, it was good. It was missing something though. It was missing some kind of compassion on behalf of Keenan and Kel. It was uh, and like their family. Or Keenan's family. Mm-hmm. Um, it was missing a little, like, love from Kel. Or, like, Kel doing his best. Which, yeah. which I, I like to see in a lot of episodes. Missing a little Chris. Didn't utilize Charla as well as they could have. Um, for a graduation last day of school episode for these two guys that we have watched grow up, I thought it didn't really didn't really meet the standard for me. That end scene kind of captures their feelings about school. And Keenan and Cal at school. It's like, remember our great times? I'm like, not really. <laughs> the best times were out of school. Yeah, he did a pretty bad job. Like, uh, the show didn't really do the best job of capturing Keenan and Kel in school. At times it did, but this episode kind of capped that off with a, kind of a mediocre school performance. There are other many other TV shows that deal with young people that deal with school. Yeah, some deal with school exclusively, like Ned's Declassified. Right, and I think I think Keenan and Kel is a nice reprieve from that. At the same time, it it should have done the school episodes a little bit better, in my opinion. So, but overall, it was still funny, and and you know, got me through the day. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. 
it, uh, it was an episode that really like worked down from me like i'm like it started my memory as a 10 then the more i watched it, i'm like oh man I, this is one that i'm cringing a little bit more than i than i remembered and it's one where like uh the continuity for a show our job as the podcast when we keep track of this stuff when they don't the the creators of the show aren't like paying attention to what the name of the school is and like you know it would make it would make the show so much better if there was a little bit more effort in world building I, I would agree entirely. I know that they've switched around writers a lot, and like it's a lot of guest writers, and there's not that one writer every episode. Um, that hurts them, in my opinion, because the director's yeah. one thing, but the director gets the script, and so there's not a consistent every episode writer. That's probably what hurts Keenan and Kel the most. At the same time, it helps it out a lot. You get a different, bunch of different voices. Yeah, it helps it out a lot, and then you get different voices because one person's not making all the money from every single episode. So it is what it is, but that's, that's Keenan and Cal. It would have been nice for a little more continuity, but that's all right. Uh, and worth mentioning two things here. Uh, this episode is directed by Ken Whittingham. Uh, never directed uh, an episode of Keenan and Cal before. It was written by Jonathan Green and Gabe Miller, two writers that we've never seen before. They do one other episode later this season. I mean, for their first time, it's not bad. They no. definitely know the formula. Right. But, I think but they, they, maybe... they, didn't, they didn't write Cal right. Exactly. So, on IMDb, this episode is ranked 36 out of 62 with a 7.5. Out of 10 bottles of orange soda, how many would you give the graduates? I'm going to give it a 7.5. I'm going to match IMDb. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I was feel, I'm feeling like an 8. Because I, I do like a lot of things that this, this episode does. It's, it's a nice reunion. I like seeing I like seeing old Kyra have something to do for once, maybe the only time in the show. Right, Mark Cram comes back. Yeah, um, Uncle Louie comes back. Uh, Miss Horn comes back, and it's right. a crazy backstory that I, we can only dream of. Right. So, uh, all in all, I thought it was a it's on the upper half of episodes, but not by much. I would agree. Uh, thank you for jo- joining me for uh, this episode, Keenan and Cal, Aaron, and. I, I, we, we threatened to talk about it, but I just want to tag here. Uh, I, I did do my, my school graduation speech. It wasn't valedictorian. I was just a regular old student. I had no tassels, no cum uh, laude or anything like that. I just was the only writer in an engineering class. <laughs> so <laughs> I rose to the occasion, and uh, it was a very, very great opportunity. If you have that in your schools or your kids do, make sure they give it a shot. Who knows? They can be given a fun speech. They'll make you cry. Yeah, I, I remember watching your speech, Adam. It was great. Uh, it was better than, than the other guys who was, <laughs> was the valedictorian triple major guy. Um, and everybody liked yours better than his. So, And that's, yeah. that's you know, because we don't hear enough from, from the average kid. From the which little is people. The little guys. Yeah, that's, that's what you... Coming from Philadelphia, that's what you you brought to that that big New York school. So that's uh, that's it. We'll see you next week when we touch. Oh, here it goes to Hollywood part one. Yeah, let's go to Hollywood. We'll see you next time, everybody. Until then, oh, here it goes. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Keenan and Kel with Adam and Aaron. If you want to stay in touch, send us an email at keenankelpodcast at gmail.com or you can send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash podcast. Our social media accounts are all at Podcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thanks, everybody.